Okay, here we go. My first solo podcast, Sans Anna. Uh, I don't know why, but I was really nervous at the beginning of this podcast, but it's, it's fortunate that I had a really awesome guest. So our next guest, he spent the last 20 years in martial arts, focusing mainly on Kyokushin Karate. Uh, he's represented Australia three times at the World Championships, and for the last eight years, he's run his own martial arts school uh, out of uh, Victoria. As well as his career in martial arts, he's worked across television, radio, publication, IT, and AV, uh, as well as helping Underdrama launch in Australia. He's also got a background with the AFL. Uh, with all that being said, though, he says that his greatest achievement is becoming a father to his three children. And in this podcast, we talk more about uh, martial arts and the mindset that martial arts gives people, the benefits to martial arts outside of self-defense, uh, and how great it is for discipline and his mindset and what propelled him towards uh, competing on, on the world stage in Japan. So without any further ado, please help me give it up for Sensei Pat Pinto. You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm really, really excited to uh, be talking to this this gentleman um, who I've only known for a little bit of time. Um, you would have heard his intro before. So this is uh, our first actual proper conversation, really, outside mm. of just back and forth on social media and the occasional phone call. Um, so welcome, Pat. G'day, Morgs. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, dude, I'm excited to talk to you because... Um, you know, as I said, I know a little bit about you um, and people would have just learned in the introduction just a bit about yourself as well. But um, the one thing that I, when I think about you, I think about is obviously um, martial arts is such a mm -hmm. big part of your life. Um, so before we get into that though, because um, we are going to talk about that, I've just got yeah. some questions that we ask just for people to get to know. It's just, it's just a bit of fast fun. Let's do it. Cool? Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. So um, name one guest you'd love to have at a dinner party. Michael Jordan. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'd like Jordan too. There's a lot of controversy around Jordan. <laughs> well, not Jordan, but Jordan and LeBron. So who's, who, do, who do you think is better? Obviously, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Oh, there it is. It's on the shirt. It's on the jumper. Mm. Yeah, see, mm. I think kids will never know. Like, grow, I, I grew up in the 80s and 90s and, and Jordan was king. And mm. I think he did more for the sport. Yeah. Than, I mean, as great a player as LeBron is, like, Jordan put NBA, a basketball on the world stage. So I agree. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, favorite cuisine? Cuisine can go into uh, risotto. Risotto. My wife's risotto. Done. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. A home cooked meal. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, what's the What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Never give up. Never give up. Well, that's Never true. Give up. That's uh, that's going. I think that's going to come into play a bit further on. When we talk a bit about martial arts. I think, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be um, a manager in like in business. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I looked and it was more the first thing that just came to my mind when you said that was when you would we would fill in our year 12. Um, you know, what, 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 where do we see you in 20 years time when our reunion happens? And I, I, I wrote manager in business, something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
Awesome. I never finished year 12, so don't <laughs> tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, if you could, what, if you had, someone asked you what your superpower is, or if you can't think of one, what would you like to have? Uh, my superpower is probably, um, again, in respect of if we tap into more of the martial arts side, is is resilience. It's yeah. it's 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 just pushing forward and resilience in a couple of ways, being a pest, um, but then also never giving up and not stopping in in whatever I need to do or accomplish. Yeah. That's such an awesome trait to have, mm. and I think it's so. Mm. I mean, I mean, we're talking again. We'll talk a bit about it, especially with martial martial arts. I think it's so important as well. So, yeah. like, with that, do you want to just share a bit about your story, like? Um, yeah. Just what, what led you to martial arts in the first place? Well, I, I played uh, basketball. I was very lucky as a junior kid. So like from the age of 12 to 18, it was nonstop basketball for, mm. um, you know, I'm talking seven, eight days a week type attitude. And um, year 12, I was in the Victorian team. And then we went to the nationals as juniors and we won. And I say year 12 because you know, you've got to commit 100% to U12 or you don't. And um, I was maybe 50-50 because of the, the basketball scenario. And that then led me to um, accomplishing some really cool, um, I guess, opportunities um, <clears throat> in playing in the, in the, in the pro league. And then um, most of my best buds went to America. Uh, I, I gave up a scholarship to go to Denver, Colorado, um, and my best buds went to Portland, uh, Oral Roberts, and oh, a couple really? of other schools. Yeah, I had I had a lot of mates go to college, and then a lot of mates go to pro. And then I fell into like a development uh, of a spot, uh, just out of again coincidence with a lot of people going overseas. After that tenure, um, you know, basketball always gave you a window. But I, I was five. I'm five foot ten. I could I could touch the ring slash little little dunk it so I had speed and and, and a hop on me but um, it wasn't going to be forever and uh, I always got limited I guess to to the amount of energy and effort that I would put into basketball I had to find something else after I, ga I gave that up and I gave that up pretty uh, flick of a switch you know everyone was like why don't you keep playing why don't you keep playing and I said no there's there's something else there for me and it was martial arts and my best buddies uh, in school were uh, brown belts uh, in a in Kyokushin Kaikan in Kyokushin Karate, and uh, I said I think it's time for me to to have a dabble with this, and and I was 19 or 20 at the time, and that's when I um, ventured into uh, a dojo in Doncaster, and um, the rest is history. I'm happy to share more, but 20 years later, um, I haven't touched a basketball uh, as such since um, that time. Yeah, and and I and again fully committed and fully invested into martial arts because no one can no one could hold me back, no one could hold my potential back. It was it's up to you, uh, it's up to your energy, your effort, your time, and and no coach can grab you and go, hey, look, you know, you're not in the team because of, or you're not on the court because you don't know how to do this. No, it, yeah, it, you put in the time, you put in the effort, um, and then away you go. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and I think um, that. Um, that whole thing you mentioned about resilience as well will tie back into a lot of, of, of that too. And um, what I was going to ask you as well, but like so many people, like I know I've done it, right? I, I gave jujitsu a go for a bit. I got a blue belt, well but then I, then I teed it out. So what do you think is the difference between someone like yourself who, what you yeah. read that you're third Dan black belt now? Yeah. Yeah. So what is, what's, what, what do you think the, 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 the mindset difference is between someone like you who sees it mm. all the way through and versus someone like me who, who yeah. did it, enjoyed it, lost interest and teed it out. 
Yeah, good question. Because I've got students and I see it every day and I see and I hear it every day as well in not just Kyokushin, in other styles and martial arts where I've got mates in, you know, in BJJ and Muay Thai and boxing, kickbox yeah. or any other martial art discipline you could think of. And the, re uh, the reason it, it, it's endless, it's endless. Yeah. But the biggest one, the biggest one when I teach, you know, I get it's very rare to get um, you know, new students into Kyokushin karate because it's full contact and it's bare yeah. knuckle, bare shin stuff. And a lot yeah. of people are just, you know, move away. It, it's the why. Why are you yeah. doing it? You know, like we, we deal with it in, in what we do every day. Why do you want to be a part of this? Yeah. Uh, why, are you, why are you here? And I'm pretty raw and honest when I meet those guys, those types of students from, the, from a white belt level to a blue belt in karate is about a year. Yeah. And, and my theme is, um, look, when you walk out of the dojo or when you walk out of our class in, in six months time, you, you ought to be, um, you know, uh, you, you ought to be armed enough to, to be, um, to have that protection. You know, you've got to be uh, ready, you know, that you're not going to walk out of here in six months and go, well, something went down and I, I didn't even know how to lift my arm up. Yeah. Um, so so you, that's that there's a teaching method there. And then there are some dojos or some schools where you can walk out in a year's time as a blue belt in any discipline and get mauled in, in certain, you know, um, altercations or verbal even, you know, yeah. half the situation is for those blue belts that stop is their why may have changed yeah. or their, their day to day has kind of gone, well, I had a, you know, I had a taste, taste. I had a, had a shot and, um, you know, it's not for me. I'm now doing yeah. something else, you know? Yeah. I think for, I think for, for what happened, at least for my own thing, is my circumstances changed a lot, and just oh. one of those things, you know, it's just like it just couldn't, you know. I mean, it just like I said, I, but you're right. I just didn't have the why behind it yeah. to actually see it through and, as well. And your coach and master has a big influence. Mine had a big influence in my journey. I was, mm. you know, from that again. Let, let's use that first year going into it. I competed within three months in, in a full contact ring karate fight. And so my, my, I, my energy levels and my, um, you know, will to, to succeed or get or achieve something just went from, I'm doing it to have, you know, be fit and strong to, Hey, I'm about, I want to win something now. Yeah. And then I want to turn, turn myself into a uh, semi pro fighter yeah. uh, competitor in another style and and i got mauled in 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 the ring fight i got i got um two two rib kicks in the second round i got absolutely dealt with and pancaked and um, <laughs> I, I went i went into the corner and then my master's like you know because I, I i said to him Let, let's do this let's have a shot yeah. i've got some i've got my confidence you skill me up and we'll have a shot i've got through the first round second round and then after that fight though in lead in leadway to what we're saying uh, I, mean, I was I was thirsty. I was way thirsty. I needed more. I wanted yeah. more. I had to get better. Didn't want that to happen to me out there in any circumstance. And then um, I was also doing security as such, um, you know, at, at, as, as a second door um, in, in nightclubs in Melbourne and, and got in altercations, but nothing that was in a controlled manner like, like, a, like yeah. the ring. You know, you get hurt, it stops. Yeah. Uh, out, out there when, when there was an altercation, you'd protect your head and I was learn how to box and stuff. But now, now it was, uh, you know, no, I'm not going to let this ever happen to me. So, yeah. yeah, that's really important. You know, one thing I, I do when I, I mean, I know a few people who, who have pursued and excelled in martial arts. And one thing there's, if I had to pick a word that um, describes you, all of you guys that you all have in common is discipline. <laughs> it's just, and what, what is it about martial arts that teaches people to have such good discipline? 
It's it, it for the, for the ones that accept that word, it becomes a way of life. Mm. It becomes your day to day. You live and breathe it. You cannot um, be a product of the product without having that key word in your, you know, in your, in your blood. And, yeah. and again, the masters, your teachers and your mentors instill that from you. And, and, you know, you, you take a, you, you know, these levels or these progressions in belts or grades are, are a measurement of that, you know? Yeah. So they're the why of some people is, well, I'm going for blue or I'm going for brown or I want my black. And yeah. and then in my style, it takes seven, eight years to get your black, you know, wow. consistently training two, three times a week. Um, and so when people hear that at the start, they might get a bit of a, oh, this, is, this isn't for me, you know, where am yeah. I going to fit eight years in, you know? Yeah. Uh, others might go, look, I just need a couple of skills up my sleeve and then I'll be good to go. And, um, you know, there's, there's some students that... Um, so I've done it for 20 years. There's some students I graded um, last or over the last two, three years to black belt that trained with my master. Oh, really? Um, so they, <laughs> they, one of the lads who's an absolute gentleman is my master's best man at his wedding. So they wow. started together 40 years ago. Wow. And, and then, and then Peter, who I can, I, he, he got to green Brown over 25 years. Then I started to open up my school and then he came and trained with me and then I helped him. So he stopped for 20, 15 years, oh, came well, back, oh, okay. yeah. came, came back. And now he, you know, and, and it's no disrespect to age or anything. He's, I think he's 55. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, he got his black and he yeah. did, you know, to get your black in our style, you've got to do six hours to seven hours of grading. Your last component of your grading is, um, 40 fights, 41 minute or 40 to 51 minute full contact fights. Dude, there's, something, there's something about Japanese martial arts and that style of grading is just brutal. Because I did Japanese jujitsu, right? And just to get my blue belt wasn't as intense as that, but it was just, it was just, it was look at half a day. Yeah. And just getting, just getting drilled over and over and over and over again. Like Anna was bored out of her mind watching mm. it. Mm. And I was just exhausted by the end of it. But can you explain to people who aren't familiar what yeah. is the what is the purpose and the intention behind that spirit yeah okay. you know we especially for black you know and, and and well especially for black but for every other level the we're all looking for your spirit we're yeah. looking for you to get out of your comfort zone we yeah. don't want you to be in a comfortable situation because you're not meant to be in a comfortable situation so, you know, like you said, then oh, five hours, six hours, and then, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you're not comfortable with that, yeah. or, you know, and, and, and like an exam at school, uh, Morgs, you know, yeah. I use this analogy to the guys and girls, you know, when you're not prepared, well, when you start year seven, you, you, they introduce exams to you here in Melbourne and, and then you build up to 10, year 10, year 11, and you're, you, you're just routinely, you know, oh, I know what we're going to get ready for, three hours of English or math. Yeah. Uh, get ready. If I just threw you into an exam in year 12, you're going to be like, what the, what's, what's going, going on? on? Here? Yeah. No, no, I'm not ready for this. I'm not down with it. No, no, I'm not, yeah, it, has, no. it comes back to that piece thing you mentioned at the start, like the whole thing about resilience as well. I mean, you've got to be pretty resilient to, to do, what was it, 41 minute rounds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's now, now the resi Now, the resilience <laughs> is, is embedded in your training, though. Your yeah. resilience is embedded in the way we ask you to conduct, conduct yourself day to day with your 
uh, way of life, living, well-being, yeah. uh, being a product of the product, um, copying the knocks and bumps and, and, and shit news and good news and uh, ups and downs. And that resilience is uh, due to you coming back to the school or to the dojo and, and leaving, leaving whatever happened out the door for an hour and a half yeah. and doing that two to three times a week for you. Yeah. You, I, everyone that comes in and the resilience becomes a, oh, you know, you, you just end up packing your, packing your gear, having it ready. And then, you know, the positive reinforcement that a teacher gives uh, nightly or, we, or every two, three classes a week is, you know, it's like I tell my students to, to maintain that resilience, be ready, be prepared yeah. for what's ahead. Don't rock up here thinking it's going to be X, Y, Z. And then they hear that and they hear that. And then I say, you know, one of the guys might forget his pants or one of the girls might forget her belt by accident. And it's like, that means you're not, you're not, not you, did you have your stuff ready the night before? Why do we get our stuff ready before we go to work or when we go somewhere, we always prepare ourselves to be, have everything. It's the same thing. And then you continue those little traits. And then like my household here, the little traits become these shoes everywhere on the ground. It, for me, I, I get OCD on it and I'm like, what? No. And then I put them all in you know, the office or something. And, you know, and, and that has been years and years and years. Cause when you go to the dojo or you go to a martial arts school, yeah, if you're seen throwing your bag, your jumper, your belongings on the ground or um, not taking care of, you know, your property, you're, you're missing a little bit there of etiquette. Yeah. And then, and then the etiquette of your well-being is, Hey, yeah, take care of your things, you know, look yeah. after your stuff and, and, and um, conduct yourself with some, you know, credibility or else, yeah, you just become sloppy. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the thing I, I love about like Japanese culture in particular, Japanese martial arts Ooh. in general. Mm. It's such a, there's such, it's one of the best places I've ever been to as far as, mm. as being a tourist. People are so polite. Um, easy to get along with. I don't know whether it's a genuine politeness, whether they mm. talk shit about you when you're not around, mm. <laughs> probably. But, but I just love the place. Love the people, love the culture, love the food. Mm. Uh, I love their way of thinking, the way they, mm. um, the way they pursue things. And you know, the person that I used to train with has said, you know, when you look at a lot of these big Japanese companies, a lot of the times all the CEOs have a black belt in some sort of particular mm. practice themselves as well, because of what it, what it teaches you and what it shows you about mindset and re resilience and discipline and never giving up and yeah. all sorts of wonderful things. And I think yeah. so many people out there, especially today that could get so much um, from martial arts. And in particular, what I was going to ask you is you kind of mentioned it at the beginning, like people, uh, let's just say, we've got a lot of mums and, and women in, who listen to this podcast. Sure. Um, and so I suppose what I want to ask you is, you know, that some of them have kids Yes. Um, maybe some of their kids are being bullied. They're looking at, at, at your style of karate and they're thinking, oh, should yeah. I or shouldn't I? Full yeah. contact, they might get hit, they might get yeah. hurt. What would, you, what would you say to them? Yeah, no, good question because I get it every day and, and from family and friends. And yeah. my, my, my quick uh, answer, because it can go in depth about yeah. it, but, but, but it's because of care and duty, right? It's just a duty yeah. of care. So, so some kids like my son, he's, he's happy to wrestle and, and be knocked down and be pushed around and he's four years old, right? So yeah. from the age of four, I, I start to encourage the, okay, let's, let's see how your son or daughter reacts to certain things. Are yeah. they happy with the scrimmage on the ground with dad and, and brother and so forth? Yep, they yeah. are. And then my first port of call is get them to go and see a, a, two different styles. One that is stand-up, which is a karate, taekwondo, oh, yeah. uh, boxing, and so forth because there's not much contact at that age if yeah. any 
there isn't allowed to be from about four to four to eight years old. Yeah. Um, it's not, in, it, it's encouraged, but very, very supervised. Yeah. There's stand up. And I say that as in standing up and then yeah. there is ground and ground can be um, wrestling, judo, jujitsu. And they're just common ones that some people may know. And then you walk into those two different schools and you do a free class and you say, look, he's here to trial X and Y. Um, he's a lovely, he, and he or she um, yeah. are capable. Um, and, and some come in going, oh, he's just, I, I can't control him. And then yeah. that my, and my responsibility in my school is please leave him with me and then let's set some, let's set some goals and, and, and agenda for him that are, that are not from you, that are from yeah. me and, um, and, and so on. And then there are some that are like, he, this kid just, he, he lives and breathes jumping um, uh, Ninja Warrior courses. Um, so he wants to be able so, to add this to add this to his game. And she's very competent in, um, she's six years old, but she just needs to release some energy somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I encourage like uh, two or, you know, two different uh, schools. One that's got that different type of uh, art, which is a grapple um, submission and yeah. very, very um, ch chest driven. Jiu-jitsu yeah. is the brain thinking a lot, not striking. And then yeah. you have karate, which is, uh, a, a lot of th that disciplinary standing still listening to sensei and up and down and footwork and punching and striking. Yeah. Um, and, and there's, you know, those angles. So when they, when that starts, then you grab, you get a grasp of your son or daughter and yeah. then you kind of gesture it in the car afterwards. And then you feel the teacher out and understand that because sometimes some of their mates are there. Sometimes there's no mates. Yeah. The ones that have got some family or mates there, there's a bit of uh, encouragement and, and confidence that yeah. oh, Max is there and John's there. Yeah, yeah. One that goes into the other one that's like, there's no one there. Sometimes that's a good thing as well because it yeah. gets them to do their own thing and they're not looking left and right. And, um, you know, they're 45-minute classes from four yeah. to eight-year-olds. Anything from eight to 12 is, is call, I call those guys... Um, uh, my young lions <laughs> thinks things yeah little cubs little cubs yeah. is my four to eights and then eight to twelve is young lions now that now now when when you have a four-year-old that progresses for four years and then graduates as an eight or nine-year-olds into the young lions there's some serious talent going on now there's some serious um commitment and there is an angle there of tournament progression and kata progression yeah and and um two nights a week now and that you know you're progressing them up to grade six year seven and they're you know doing well at school and there's some you know consistency in their routine now yeah um, amongst maybe playing footy or doing another another sport on a, on another night um there's some there's some serious talent that goes around you walk into yeah i'm sure school, you, i'm you sure know, you see a bit like a young yeah. kids coming especially with things like the ufc now and who is it i think it was Leota machida he did kyokushin he was he Kyokushin? He, he did, yeah, he did Shotokan. He did, yeah, okay. He's, it's a, it's above, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an older style than. Yeah. But uh, so um, I think as well, like, I mean, I did, I can't remember what it was. I did karate when I was a little kid, but one of the first things they taught us was like, is, you know, if you're ever involved in a, in a fighting or, or a situation, the best way to avoid it is to not be there. And the first thing they taught you was to, just to run away. <laughs> okay. So he, so to, to the listeners out there, you know, which is cool like this, cause I love talking. About it. So the saying in our dojo and in Kyokushin there and, and in, and in other, other, other um, styles is, is, is a certain sentence like this, learn to fight, not to fight. Yeah. All right. Now learn to fight, not to fight is the example of, you know, 
we we've got a uh, you know first and foremost with women even you know in in not flipping topics but in the mums and, and and ladies in understanding and the fellas why are you in this situation to begin with exactly so, so let, let's work on your awareness uh uh capability and your awareness skill first and the skill of what what's got you in this situation is it late at night is it early in the morning is it um you're drunk and disorderly is it yeah. a, a whole mixture of things that have led you to this um firstly because then they learn to fight not to fight then goes into a a fight or flight like you just yeah. said run away yeah the fight the fight side of it can be verbal can yeah. be can be enough for the female to to voice out um you know, back off, stay away, leave me alone. And yeah. I hear it or someone else hears it and looks over yeah. and we're okay. We haven't had to do much. We just go on support. The, yeah. the, the flight can be dangerous, very dangerous. You know, it leads you to the wrong way. Um, I've seen too many scenarios where it's, it's gone wrong mm. and, and, and um, you know, a little skill or a little trait could have helped them, um, you know. Uh, make yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, so, it's really, really important as well so, and it's it's one of those things but i think i mean i love the ufc um mm. you know i'm i'm a fight fan not a fight guy if you know what i mean mm. um but you know i think as well some martial arts can get sometimes a bad rap because we've seen the rise of the ufc you get a lot of guys who watch it who think that you know that they that they are able to fight and that's how we have um, you know, fights in the street and, mm. and things like that. And people getting, you know, one king punt or king punch. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, king hit. All yeah. that sort of stuff as well. So I can imagine that there are people who would come to some dojos or some areas or some martial arts that um, have that mentality that they just want to want to fight and, and yeah. they're just looking to, to hurt people. Obviously, um, part of martial arts is to sort of take some of that, that, um, that energy and channel it into some form of discipline like what yeah. do you what do you do with people like that well see the, the you know there's a couple of scenarios here so when when you've got to see the ufc as a sport and mm. a spectacle and entertainment first and foremost right yeah so so the the etiquette and the respect does not it, it exists and it doesn't exist because yeah. it's sport it's it's yeah. meant to it's uh, entertainment be, as well it, it's mainstream yeah now then there is a word called budu budu means way of life that for other 99% uh, of martial artists as such uh, 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 represent that, that language. Yeah. Um, don't represent the, that, um, you know, the, the, the look and the feel of what the UFC have done. Yeah. However, the look, the, however, the, the, the side of the UFC is because of uh, mainstream and, yeah. and, and they've created an amazing sport and brand and all those things out of it. Yeah. The second one, the second example is when you have uh, this scenario of lads and, and so forth fighting on the street or whatever scenario, I, I think of Mike Tyson. And if you ever, if you, if anyone thinks of Mike Tyson, they think of him being uh, probably the negative than the positive. True. But he, he was a lad, if you look at his profile, that was 12, 13 years old in Brooklyn and was a thief and was a drug addict and was bad bad all those bad things that come with all that language yeah. but he met he met um his coach customato and his, yeah. his coach on that angle and what i'm alluding to is when you fought when you're a, when you have that reputation of rough tough and aggressive and just looking for a fight and 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 doing so 
you can you can you can move them there's people that can be moved into a certain discipline as long as they have a good coach or a good mentor yeah and that that slowly slowly now you know again mike has gone into extraordinary circumstances yeah. but i'm just using that as a guide because people can recognize him you know muhammad ali was uh, you know another angle where he was so talented and gifted as a teenager um he ran his own race he did you know, yeah you know but think, a lot of with lot Tyson of as well i think yeah. he started to go bad for him when cast died too yeah yeah he was only 18 so, years old world champion of the world and you know made 30 million bucks and then crazy uh, yeah you know, back in the day so but yeah. those la- those types of individuals uh yeah a lot uh, you know they come into um our our, our facility at hammer's gym which has also muay thai kickboxing uh jiu-jitsu kyokushin and there, you know, you are, you get, you get two scenarios in jujitsu. If you want to just, if you want to go up against even a blue belt all the way up to a black and be cocky or have a bit of attitude, your arm will get damaged or you yeah. get locked up. <laughs> yeah. You well, come into, right. you come into a Kyokushin Dojo, um, you know, we try to just, uh, we try to limit that, but, um, you know, we, we kind of take that away into the adults class and just go, listen, there's no need for any of this. If yeah. anything, if anything, let's channel it to a tournament. Let's see. Let's can we get you in the ring? Can we yeah. get you on the mat? Uh, would you like to spar me? Would you like to? You know? <laughs> and, and then it's like, yeah. And some do. Yeah, I just yeah. want to spar. I just want to spar. Okay, we have a yeah. fight class on Saturday that that suits you. However, if anything, you know, we've had some guys out of out of jail that have come to our dojo, and I want to help them. And um, you know, you know, by bikies or you know police ex, yeah. ex everything that not good uh, upbringing as such and then i've had to channel that and go look you're not really suited to this class and then they three years later they're in and they're you know they're, they're we, good but it, but as soon as they're out of line uh as soon as i hear something within a, a you know a legal situation or something no i i say no we yeah. can't can't uphold this i don't want to be in court and um and all that <laughs> <laughs> that's true too mate oh, so it is true but it, i think it's the thing that i was obviously that i that i understand as well is just that um that discipline piece as well about um being grounded being focused as well and really that's what the culture of martial arts is is about and coming back to young kids as well that's what they get out of it and that's what everybody i know who's who's excelled in it quite a reserved person as well and quite mm. um unassuming yeah when you, when you when you meet them you wouldn't even know a lot, of, a lot of them as well but one thing anna wanted me to ask you as well and i've seen you say it, you started off with every post um whenever you greet each other what is osu os 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 osu or yeah. in, in jiu-jitsu they say os which is oss yeah now, so us, us means everything morgs us in in japanese as such i can go historical with it but yeah. in martial arts in martial arts term it, it means everything. It means hello, goodbye, thank you, sorry. Um, but the backbone of it means patience whilst being pushed, okay. perseverance. I it like means, that. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's short. It's short for us no seishin. Us o s u no n o seishin s e i s h i n, and that means you know perseverance whilst being pushed. You know, to never give up. And and it's a, it's an acknowledgement in kohai, which means your higher ranks. Um, and your peers mm-hmm. and when you walk into a dojo as soon as the door opens you acknowledge with and i'm the symbol our, our symbol is us and we cross yeah. our arms and if my master's to the left i yell out us like loud enough for him to go yep thank yeah. you yeah us how are you if my senior grade is in front of me and he's chatting i wait uh he finishes chatting to someone and then us and then you and so 
you have to acknowledge in that way. If we're walking in a tournament and I'm not in my official attire, but the lower grade students from other schools and clubs are aware of me or so forth, they acknowledge with respect and just say, us, how are you? Yeah. And then you go, g'day. And I might not know who it is, but then you go, us, back. You walk in Japanese airport, in the Japan airport when we've got a world tournament and there's four or 500 Kyokushin karate practitioners from around the world and all them, all the high-end masters are there. Holy yeah, wow. moly. You're, you're bowing and you're, you're, you're oozing the whole Japanese <laughs> airport. It, because again, it, you, it, it, in a senior official manner with, a, with my you know, Victoria Police or Australian Federal Police, my master's in the AFP, you know, if you're walking in a corridor and a, and a high senior rank officer passes you, you're on, you're on, yeah. you've got to stand by and, and, and acknowledge. Yeah. And it, 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 it is a formal acknowledgement, but that is the backbone. But then it means everything, you know. It does. It will just, just then it's, like, it's like a mark of respect. It's a greeting. It's a farewell. Yeah. It's a, it is literally everything. Yeah. Like a, it's a, it's a mantra. Ask, ask me, Morgs, did I do 100 push ups today? Just ask me. Did you do 100 push ups? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good on <Yeah>. you. <laughs> well, I finished fasting yesterday and then got up, had breakfast, went and worked out. So, awesome to me. There you um, have it. Right buddy, that's awesome, man. And that's things, I mean, I know it's um, obviously you're in Melbourne at the moment, too. So, your dojo isn't open and living in, with lockdown and things like that. How's everything down there going for, for you and your family? And, and Look, the rest uh, of the let, let's be real and people listening. It's not good. It's not good at all. Mm. Um, and, and I'm a positive, upbeat kind of guy, and my wife is as well. And we are doing our absolute best. And um, it, 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 all, it all measures down to the 2.0 we got out of the first one and that was 12 weeks and we pushed everyone pushed through hard and did a good job mm. um as best they could again uh but then when you get it, it was the second kick in the guts and this time it was with your hands up you know like yeah. going okay sometimes you can buckle and brace this one was boom and yeah. it was like and 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 um you know that that there's that side of it and then uh you know, three kids on top of that, one that should be at school, one that goes to kinder, you know, yeah. and then, and then a one-year-old from our end. So yeah. we've had to, we've flipped We've had to flip everything upside down. My, my sales manager role got flipped in March or February, March. So I lost that. And, and that was, you know, 90, 90% of our income gone. And then the dojo got shut down. So when you see it then on that angle, yeah, yeah. not good. Then you see it from an angle where I've spent six months with my one-year-old daughter every day. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because you've got a newborn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she turned one last month. So I've spent every day, every day with her, right? Yeah. And and then you see that side of it. And then I get to spend more time with, uh, you know, so there's that, there's that. And then I've had to adjust to business and adapt, evolve, overcome is the the Navy SEAL way of doing it. And then (laughs) have... You have to, or else, well, you know, it, isn't it? But you have adapted well because you're doing a lot of stuff online at the moment too. Yeah, uh, you know, you yeah, do- and that, that, that's energy though, uh, and mindset more. Yeah. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of masters and karate and martial arts schools and gyms and everything here in Melbourne is ve- the 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 biggest word that I've I've got with a group of us uh, owners of, of of academies and so forth is, um, you know, direction. You know, yeah. not and not knowing. You know, we got told six weeks, but um, you know, yeah. So, so Hard to say, 
Yeah, and and then and then and then you put just to put a full stop on it. Then you then you ask us all, and of course, you know, I'm all for it to to put masks on. You know, yeah. and and so then that brings a bit of you know, not fear to to adults, but to the kids. Yeah, you know, go like what kind of what's going on you know yeah. and the kids and wear your mask and we go to the shop and we need to get something and then put your mask on our oh, kids don't need to wear masks and then other kids aren't wearing masks and um you know you're in a conversation with it every you know every. most of the day which is where we turn the news off in the morning so the kids don't have to and, watch and, it and and us pulling a face more so me going oh yeah you know, uh, my, yeah. my, my family, you know, in Chile, uh, like my, my parents, we're all here, but my other side of my family, you know, 8,000 deaths in Chile, you know, and, and people are like, you know, what? How you don't hear about that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. And they're, they're not doing, and they're reaching out to us saying, how are we going? And we're yeah. reaching back to them going, you guys better sort yourselves out. You yeah. know, we're, 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 we're and in America, my, 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 my beautiful wife's um, sister uh, just, just had a baby boy the other day. Yeah. You know? Man, this is just, you know, we can't, and he, and she, sorry, and she's in Portland, Oregon. So Ooh. she, she, she what's going she's on in there. the States. And, yeah. um, you know, again, you know, we, uh, even if she was here, I was like, yeah, we wouldn't be able to, to see to baby as much. And, um, yeah, so we all hope everyone's safe. So those, those, we have so many different emotions is why I wanted to share that. It's a strange time, man. Like it's again, like I've never, I mean, you'd be the same. I've never lived through anything like this in my life. And I don't hope I don't ever have to again, but it's just, yeah, it, it, I, I hope that it passes soon for you guys and for everyone as well. Because when, when we talk about the, the impact on um, the fa- your family, the kids, I don't think there's more, I don't think there's more impacted uh, business than uh, martial arts when it comes to things like COVID because you, you, how, how do you, how do you do it? You can't do it online. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and just yeah. the impact on, on families and having to explain all this stuff to your kids and what's going on and right. It's just, yeah, it must be, must be really tough, mate. But you know what? You seem to have a great mindset and a great outlook. You, and from what I've seen online, you know, you guys are, everybody in Melbourne seems to be, or the majority of people seem to be getting through it. Okay. And, Mm. Um, which is which is really good to hear. But you also, but also, I I just realized as well that you're from Chile. Mm-hmm. So you, you so did you were you born there or did you? No, did you mum and dad were here in seventy. I was born in eighty one. Okay, and um, but went there in when I was eight nine years old, and I haven't been back. Yeah, um, nearly went back and so forth. But um, no, we've got strong family back there, and dad came to Oz. Uh, yeah immigrant way and and his story is fantastic you know and he has that um in short you know the government the australian government were incentivizing um immigrants to come to australia and they would pay for your flight to come over but then but then if you were to go back you pay for your own flight that's yeah and he came and (laughs) he came and he set himself up and set mum up as well and then um yeah i'd say the guy cuts my hair um, Leo up here on the Gold Coast. He's from Chile. Well, he was born here, but his dad and mum, I, I, I would say would be a very similar thing. Great people as well. I've been to South America, never to Chile, but um, the time that I've spent sort of in that area of the world, it's fantastic, man. I, I, I yeah. love it. Yeah. But um, look, dude, I am. Um, so again, um, one thing I wanted to ask you as well, I was, um, I was curious to know, um, about your your um competing in martial arts Mm. um well what sort of level did you compete at um and sort of how did that all go and what can you because what i want to what i want to sort of 
chat to you about a bit is just that mindset because um, it, you and I both do a bit of sales work with people and groups. You've been a sales manager as well. When we talk about um, competing at, a, at an elite level, at a high level, when you're, there's, I don't think there's anything more um, high risk than competing in a contact sport. Yeah. Like a, like a yeah. martial art, boxing, kickboxing, yeah. karate, yeah, things like that. What yeah. is the mindset? And, and for people that, um, that can that perhaps look at this and think about how they can apply it in their own lives, because I think I have a, an idea about what you're going to say, but what is the mindset when you decide to, I'm going to compete in a full contact sport where there's a real potential that, that, um, that I may not come back from it. That that's also a real possibility. That I think often people don't really consider when they're looking at it from the yeah. outside. So what is, what talk to me a bit about that mindset? Yeah, it's two two sides to it. Again, a yin yang effect. If you want, and I say you know it, it's it's all in. Yeah, it's all in, and the other one is sacrifice. Yeah. Um. So you can't have one without the other. Yeah. All right. And then once you understand that you're all in, or once that you commit that you're going to sacrifice your uh, well-being, your marriage, your family, your um, next x x amount of years, then you'll you'll be able to find both, and then you'll be able to understand what what what's going on and what commitment you're going to give it. Yeah. So you know, when it got to uh, my level, I was fortunate. I came through the 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 system. You know, a beginner, two three years as as you know, competing five times a year or three, three to five times a year in tournaments, and then you fight three to five times in those tournaments. Yeah. So you win, you progress, you lose, you're out. Yeah. And then I was progressing. And then, so in, you know, then you get to intermediate, which is in that middle tier uh, level of, you know, four or five years in, in competing and, and doing the art. And then, so I'm already up to maybe 30, 40, 50 full contact fights. Again, if you're competing, if you're yeah. going in those tournaments, if you're not and you just get rock up to one, then you'll get one, two, or three. You yeah. know, a round, second round, semi final, final. It yeah. normally works out like that. Yeah. And then in my sixth year, uh, I won the I won a state title. And then uh, in two, you know, my seventh year, I won a national title. And then things change. Things now yeah. go okay. Well, now you're in a you're in an area where you can represent the team or the you know the the style in a, in the world tournament. Yeah. And I, and I would go and fight in Japan, and and that was uh, the world tournament. So um, there, there's separate groups in 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 Kyokushin, but I was in we were in in like separate leagues. Like there's AFL, Waffle, uh, yeah. and Sample. Yeah. We we were kind of in the in the same you know the 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 second tier division of group organization. Yeah. And, but you can win the world tournament for that division. So I went to that in 2008, 12, and 16. Yeah. And and then in between you can have uh, trips over there for you know all Japan tournaments, which is like an invite only or a bit of a uh, yeah come and come and uh, invitational yeah come and fight us yeah. But um so so when 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 I won the titles. You know, again, it was all in, you know, um, and, and what I'm getting to here with the mindset side of what you just said is I got to uh, win the, the uh, nationals here against a, a credible, you know, it was a tough, tough tournament, four fights, uh, battered, bruised, all the above, uh, got the win. Then we went to Japan and in, in Kyokushin, uh, it's open weight. So, oh, you, really? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, when you fight in the world tournament, it doesn't matter if you're 65 kilos and you go up against the Russian who's 95 and built like granite, yeah. or you're 72 and you fight the Japanese uh, top 10 seed and he's 92 or 65, he might be lesser than you. Wow. It's on, it's on. Now, I won't get too technical with it because like, in respect of when, when you hear no weight category, there's no uh, striking, uh, punching to the, to the head. Yeah. In, to- in tournaments we we just don't do that because it's bare knuckle but yeah. we can you can knee and you can kick so it's yeah. it's probably more dangerous to yeah. be honest and um so so in getting to that you i i you know did well in oz then i went overseas and my second round in my first world tournament i fought the world champ yeah right and and he was from japan and um oi <laughs> i'm still here to talk about it <laughs> yeah um I, I i guess the mindset of being so experienced and in, and in combat sports or in any level of, of competition um and in business or anything when you've got that experience you're just so comfortable and relaxed yeah. and controlled and all these words come into it and if anything gets uh, hot and heavy it's it's a water off a duck's back and to yeah. go against the world champ i was not flustered one bit i did not care i was you know everyone was telling me he watch out for this he's good at this he spin kicks he does this yeah, yeah. he's amazing and i'm like i don't care if i get him it, it, the whole world's gonna know about this so yeah. if i get him let's do this <laughs> now now it, uh, the, each round goes for three minutes and um and it's on it's on mm. you've got to be technical it's all and so the mindset of a couple of things here one is getting over to japan was all in let's yeah. go i'm all in i train eight weeks 12 weeks no booze no 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 going out that's the sacrifice so yeah. the all in's there and the sacrifice is all these other things eat well sleep well, well uh concentrate train, train every day two times a week all those things that you get instilled get to japan it's on win the first round um well done you move on you progress uh this guy's next great yeah. bring him on because uh, you're already in that zone. You're not even in a, you're not there to go, oh God, I got this guy. There's no way. There's just <laughs> no way. You've got to believe in yourself. I think is yeah. probably what just to back yourself in. Yeah. yeah it, like even it. with, with what you do in work, what you do in life, whether you're competing in martial arts, I think yep. that having belief in yourself and backing yourself in yep. and, and not listening to the, the people, you know, cause you like, you said, you mentioned it there, the people in your ear saying, watch this, watch out for that. Yep. What about this? Yep. Yep. And um, being aware of those things, I think is important, but just to not, letting fear get the better of you uh, yeah, and, yeah, and going yeah. for it. But I mean, I have to ask, how did you go? No, we, we, uh, no problem. Uh, but he was just more experienced at the end of the day. No, I didn't yeah. get hurt. I didn't get injured. Um, and those types of things that could, could have happened. Yeah. Um, but, but I was uh, so upset, upset yeah. internally going, was that it? I yeah. came here for that. Yeah. And I, and you know, the, the saying break a leg and, and yeah, do everything. Yeah. I was like, I, I could have hit him harder. I should have done yeah. this. And then uh, I'll, I'll just move into the, the next. So then I had that experience in, 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 in uh, just of mindset. So I had that. And then my whole game changed because then I went, right, right. I know what to get ready for now. I know what to expect. And like in yeah. day-to-day stuff and in all things in life, right? You cop it, you get up, you got to keep going, never give up. We're going to go back again. But I had to win another title as such to, to qualify. And, and if, you, if I didn't, I might, you know, if I'm injured, you know, like all things like Olympics, you, you get yep. injured six months out. Yeah. Oh my God, he's God, out. He, was, he blitzed for three years and then he just failed right at the end when the world tournament. So I was consistent and I was in every tournament and I fought another maybe 40, 50 times over the next four years. 
to go back in 2012. Then I got into uh, the, I got into the second round again, and I fought the number two in the world. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right? And the number two in the world was from Spain, and he is a machine. He is yeah. a monster. 98 kilos of granite. Right now, what everyone. You, what do you What do you weigh? 82, 83. Yeah, okay. There's a bit of a weight mismatch. I was middleweight title winner under 85. And then once you progress, once it's open, it's open. Yeah. Now, 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 now in mindset and in um, all those tricks and words, the year before we were over there for an all-regional tournament, it wasn't the world's, and that uh, uh, fighter knocked out the Australian heavyweight champion with an <laughs> axe kick to the head. So if you think of your leg coming up and bang. Like a, yeah, like an axe swing. So he knocked out our top, top, our, our, number, my, our teammate in yeah. the year before. And we were all like, oh, my dear Lord. How good is this, how good's this guy? How good is this guy? Yeah. Let's, let's move to 2012. I've got him in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, nah, he's not doing that to me. There's not yeah. like, you know, all these things are now running in my head. If I'm giving everyone an example here, I'm, I'm, I'm going through. He's not going to do that to me. I'll be aware of this. I'll be aware yeah. of that. I was strong. I put, I put on, you know, I knew now I had to lift more. I had to do more. The, yeah. the strength of the top 16 in the world is, is insane. And I got in and my first couple of techniques, I kick his thigh and I hurt my leg. That's how hard he was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, no. And he just, you know, the, we call them fridge. The fighters that are fridge, they're just boom. Yeah. He was straight. And um, so my point there is, again, mindset of, of, of understanding, well, change the game quickly. And, you know, coaches yelling out and all that sort of stuff. So the yeah. intensity, the level and everything just picked up. And because the number two in the world is fighting, can this Aussie kid knock him off? And, you know, so 2,000, 3,000 people are watching uh, it's televised in Japan, you know, so you're kind of there going, I didn't think of all that stuff. I was lucky with basketball. That stuff didn't phase me, but yeah, um, we got on, we, we cracked on and, 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 and in just sharing, yeah, he got me he, in the, in the first 30 seconds. And now listen to this bit of the story. He, he he's a Spaniard. I speak Spanish. Oh, they don't, oh you speak, okay. Yeah, Cause you're from Chile. Chile. So yeah. they, don't, they don't know. They don't, they, well, they is in, of course they won't know. They don't even know who I am. Or, yeah. you know, they, they wouldn't have been threatened by me. And I'm hearing, talito, talito, in Spanish means, it's ready, it's ready. And I'm like, what's ready? You know? And he does a, if you look at the Van Damme or Michael J. White, any movie star, Jackie Chan, mm. Bruce Lee, a 360 spinning heel kick. He yeah, delivers right. one right around. And, and I'm hearing, talito, talito, it's ready. it's ready. So I moved in a bit closer. And then I, you know, again, instinctively experienced routines, all the sessions we did. And it went like this. Just give you it a haircut. Straight, yeah. And I just, you know, I kind of ducked and it went straight over. Um, and I ran back to the center because it stops. The fight stops. You go back up, you move into the center. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was like, no, 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 you don't do that. No, that's not nice. Come on. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to end up on the highlight reel. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He did. And then, and then we, we, we went on, we went on and then I, I, um, I got beaten just pure yeah. power, power, speed. And, and my point in, in raising that story is again, another level came into my game. Another, yeah. another bit of, no, nah, no. Nah. 
and that's what martial arts does. Yeah. That's what Kyokushin Karate, my style does. It makes you go, you know, you know, you're good, but you're not that good. There's someone better. And there's always going to be someone bigger, stronger, faster, quicker. And, the, and some world champions are in 75 kilos. Some are 95. Some guys are 75 kilo fighting 100 kilo guys and beating them yeah. from spirit, from, yeah. from spirit of just boom, boom, moving, moving, quick, quick, da, 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 yeah. da, and all that. And, um, you know, so the level changed. And then what that does as a human being for me, and then you come back to Australia and then you go, well, You're at another league. Well, we can't. Well, I can't, I can't uh, invest in what I've just done and then come back and go, yeah, whatever. All yeah. good. No, I go now that we got to go. We got to raise the bar. Uh -huh. And every, every, every class or everything you do in a style or in, 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 in running, in exercising, in day to day is 1% better. Get 1% better. Do one yeah. more push up. Do one more sit up. Do one more squat. Uh, walk another hundred meters instead of the two k's you did. Go, go, do a little bit more. And when that's instilled for twenty years, yeah. And then you experience certain things, and then you see the best of the best. Um, you cannot just sit there, or I can't just, you know, go. Eh. You know, so uh, I get that type of, you know, that's the game you can, or that's the level you can rise to if you if you still have a strong why. Uh, if you don't then just chill out. Yeah. Well, dude, like that's, that was one of the, I mean, one of the best stories I've heard. Definitely the best story we've had on this podcast for sure. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I just, when I think about that story and, and just this, the whole overarching uh, conversation that we'd had mm. is the word that comes to mind is just consistency. Boom. For you, but it's like consistency plus 1%. Just that every, just that little bit extra every day. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and 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 again, you know, we have a, um, uh, a dojo kun. It's called dojo kun. Is an oath, an oath. Now, now the listeners out there, moms, dad, whoever, if you know, some of us have, um, you know, we read something to start the day, or we finish the day off with something. When you're in the dojo, you know, you know, the dojo kun has seven to eight, uh, you know, principles, basic lines. We'll train our hearts and bodies for a firm, unshaken spirit. We'll follow our religious principles and never give up. You know, we'll persevere. You know, and it just and there's all these different sayings, and there's, there's it's continuous. And you say yeah. you read it out at the start of class, and you read it out at the end of class. And then what I'm getting at is, it's just instilled. And then it's a part of your life. It becomes a way of life. Yeah. And, and then the consistency is, is, you know, like where my wife, you know, eight, eight, nine years ago when we met and I'm going to training Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And she's like, surely this guy doesn't go every week, does he? And I'm like, <laughs> bang, bang. And it's just, yeah, see ya, bye. Yep, see ya, bye. Yep, see ya, bye. Now, yeah. I'm not trying to be, is there a bit of selfish side to it? Yeah, yeah. You know, the sacrifice. It has to be. Again. There just has sacrifice to be. again. But, um, you know, it, it just becomes automatic. It becomes immune, like doing yeah. your shoelace, you know, consistency plus 1%. That plus 1% is up, is up to you mm. being a product of the product though. If yeah. in, in, in our, in jujitsu, you know, the, the good black belts in, in the UFC, you know, rarely, rarely do you see them obese, out of shape, you know, uh, not in control. Yeah. Uh, uh, karate you know, there's glimpses of it because they've given, you know, they've moved away for a bit. They've come back for a bit. Uh, but then you can't, I say, you can't bullshit a bullshit artist. Yeah. You can't come in 
and think that you're going to match it with the next tier of young guys coming through True. fit, healthy, strong, um, driven, you know, yeah. to succeed. And then, you know, you get, you get, you get your uh, ass handed to you. you yeah. Get, you get, get hurt. You get owned up. You get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, man, look, I mean, I've really enjoyed like chatting to you so much. We've just come up on an hour. I, can't, I always say this, it goes, it goes quick. Yeah. It yeah. goes quick. But um, look, man, I just hope that um, one awesome. day soon we can do this in person. Um, as much sure. as I enjoy doing it over Zoom. So maybe we come down to Melbourne or you guys come up and visit us. And, yeah, we um, can't we wait. Huh? You and your lovely wife up there as well. Yeah. But do you want to just, what is the name of your actual dojo and your and your I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So uh, Kumite, K-U-M-I-T-E. So Kumite is the saying for like, you know, fighting, sparring. So Kumite Martial Arts Academy. Yeah. And um, we're in Ngunnawadi in Melbourne. And then I run a podcast called the Kyokushin Shuffle where I highlight um, uh, legends and, and fighters and previous, you know, masters, previous meaning, you know, great, great masters of our art. Um, check that out on YouTube because that also has a whole bunch of you know stories that these legends have gone through from being in the arts of 50 years being in the uh, and you want to hear consistency and discipline and yeah right um, driven and uh, there's some that you know there's some that are in their 70s now and I've, I've i've it's a passion project of mine that i've done because um there's no platform as such you know not too many people have uh, a platform to talk like that openly yeah. where i can go to uh camps and things like that and 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 talk to these uh, awesome masters who have put so much into community and so much into, do you just think of a community like um, a, a town 150 Ks out of where you are Morgs or, yeah. and, and think of a, a gentleman there, a master who's, who's um, you know, like we said at the start of the, or in the middle of the podcast, you know, how do we get these kids off the street? How do we help them? How do you mm. encourage mothers, females, you know, that have, uh, being handed, you know, being dealt with the wrong way with domestic violence. How do you, and there's one, one or two different, you know, legends that are just in these communities and that have done 30, 40 years of teaching, you know, in excess of 10,000, 15,000 people in their community yeah, and help them and save lives. You know, yeah. that's, a, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can hear there, you know? Well, that's so important because also as well, I mean, you're documenting and capturing these stories and this knowledge that might otherwise be lost too. Yeah. So that's yeah, great. That's, so, that's a big one too. Well, I'll put all of that, um, your, your dojo, um, your podcast, Appreciate is, it. Is, is it on iTunes or is it just YouTube? No, I've put, kept it on YouTube. Um, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. go, it'll go onto that later. I've just, uh, I'm up to 26 episodes and I've yeah. done that just to get the feel of how the, the platform is for, yeah. because it is, it is visual Yeah, um, totally. and, 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 and people need to see those uh, legends faces as well. Well, I'll link all that in the show notes as well. So I'll let people know in the in as you. well in the beginning. So, um, but look, dude, we're going to end it there, but thanks so yeah. much for jumping on, man. I know it was last notice. And again, you were just like, straight in there um so i'm really super grateful that you took the time to have this chat i want to do it again um, yes and uh yeah just thanks again for for bringing uh, all your yep. stories your your time and all your energy uh, to the anything goes podcast uh and we will catch up with you soon thank you keep up the great work you and anna and appreciate all your support and love here for everyone and uh thank you for your time and and all the best to everyone and hey take care thanks awesome. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review, 
will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.